people welcome to shanghai chronicles this is episode 107 mama knows best i hope everyone had a wonderful weekend as we go into this wonderful work week it's the first of the month so thank god march is here and we can get rid of that february lord jesus that february was something lord we just starting the year over in march pretty much okay that's what we doing so march 1st started 20 20 okay it's happy new year march 1st so let's get into the show let's get into the shits let's go so damn america announcer of a high school basketball game calls black native american names of the teammates disgusting so pretty much this man he's 80 years old um he was the announcer for the basketball game you know how you come and you announce the people names that's on what team or whatever the case may be the opposing team uh he couldn't pronounce their names i'm guessing and he pretty much just stay on the microphone like these names are disgusting so of course they haven't released the guy's name um but he just pretty pretty much just basically said he's just like now these names are pretty disgusting but i'm going to try to call them out the announcer said and he began to announce the basketball team so of course parents were very upset they were disgusted one of the parents took and went to her facebook and you know she voiced her opinion then the superintendent of the schools he released a statement of course apologizing for the incident but it was funny because in his apology, he basically said that he's defending the announcer, saying he's a very old man who is sick and simply made a mistake. And then others said, you know, that he could not be a racist because one of his grandchildren are black. So then one of the family members apologized for the incident as well. And they shared a photo of the guy the announcer with his black family member claiming he could not be racist because of the photo. So I'm just basically going to read what it said and then we'll get. So it said to those who feel offended by this, I totally understand to the team parents and the community who were heard. I extend my apology for what you felt in that moment. If I only heard the video too, I too would be appalled, but let me shed a little light on the man being attacked here. The man being called a racist. The following is the picture of him with his granddaughter, whom he helped raise and loves dearly. This is not racism. This is not a man who would purposely try to insult someone because of their name. He is truly a kind soul that has trouble finding his words after a stroke. And being in his 80s doesn't help either. I can see the anger that this would potentially cause, but I looked into some and you will see the truth about a kind old man that was embarrassed. He would say these kids' names wrong and then trying to apologize in advance for it shows the wrong word and feels inc- incredibly sorry for it. We've got to stop the hate. Okay. 
why every time white people messed up, they always want to apologize and don't realize what they messed up. Like, at the end of the day, if y'all knew this man had health issues, y'all knew he wasn't a good person to do any of that, whatever the case may be, why couldn't you just say, like, you know what? I can't pronounce these names, but I'm going to try my best. Like, why couldn't you say that? And, you know, at the end of the day, of course, we know there are certain names that are very hard to pronounce. You know, like a lot of people can't even pronounce my name, you know, like. And. Like, it just it just doesn't make any sense to me, like. If anything, if you knew that he has health issues or whatever the case may be, they could have like got another younger person there. Um, they could have just basically um, maybe helped him pronounce the words before the basketball game started. Like it could have been so many different things that could have been avoided before he got up there. Then on top of that, to say that these names are disgusting it kind of it does make you a racist because you're coming at their Native American names. Their names have meaning behind them. You know, nobody's getting up there and saying Taylor and Sarah or Amanda. Nobody's saying that any of those names are disgusting. So why, when you're trying to pronounce these Native American names, which in fact, how did you guys know that they were Native American? Um. Why would you, you know, say that they're disgusting? Then for you to show like, oh, he can't be racist because he has a black family member. Oh, okay. Wow. Great. I mean, it's Oklahoma. At the end of the day, he's probably not going to show any type of racism to his granddaughter because that's his granddaughter. But that doesn't technically mean that he's not a racist outside of his home. You know, I don't feel, you know, we don't even know, honestly, what he may be teaching his granddaughter. He may be teaching his granddaughter to be you know, racist towards blacks, even though she is black and she's biracial, you never know. But at the end of the day, I feel like these parents that named these children, named them for a reason because they're meaning behind their name. And I feel that this school, you know, should take some more responsibility for the situation because if they knew that this guy had health issues and he was elderly and, you know, he couldn't perform at his best before he, you know, gotten sick, then they should have, you know, gotten somebody else that is capable to do the job. And at the end of the day, people take pride in their names. You know, they, they, people, you know, this is what they were given by their parents when they're coming out of the womb. So they take pride in how their names are spelled. They take pride in how their names are announced. And then at the end of the day, let's think about those little girls. You embarrass them. It was embarrassing. And, you know, for them, you know, you walking around here talking about their name is disgusting. Like, yes, that that's disgusting that you would even think that. That it was disgusting for you to even say that about their, you know, say that about, you know, their heritage, their name, everything. And, you know, at the end of it all, I feel that in this certain situation, you know, there was some accountability that was taken, but I feel that they could have handled it very different. I mean, I would love to know what the 80-year-old man name was. 
you know, was it something that I can pronounce? Because a lot of people have different last names, Italian, Spanish. Like there's so many different cultures and so many different, you know, names that come from these cultures. So, you know, it's just hard that people are just so oblivious to the fact of, you know, what they do can affect people. Now I'm going to keep it real. I don't even know how to pronounce my name. I I don't even know how to spell my name. I try my best to pronounce any other name, okay? If I can't pronounce it, then the bitch is going to spell it. So maybe he could have started spelling their names, okay? And just been like, you know what? Grandpa O can't really see that well. Let me spell these names out, okay? Excuse me. Sorry for this, but I got to spell them out, you know? And that could have been fine. Anything. But for you to get up there and say, you know, this is disgusting and these children are hearing that, children keep things nowadays. Things stick with them. So, you know, who are we to say that these children now took that home and like, you know, asking their parents like, mom, is my name disgusting? Like, is my last name disgusting? Like, why would you name me that if my name is disgusting? Kids start to pick up on that. So, you know, they should really be ashamed of themselves. I really would love to know what the announcer name is. I really would love to know exactly, exactly how you spell it, how you pronounce it, everything. Okay. And then, you know, with this being said, is the school going to change this? Are they going to stop him from coming up there and announcing the names? Are they going to get like a younger person to come and pronounce the names or maybe a faculty member or something, you know? Um, so it just needs to be a little bit more accountability here. Like that little thing, that little, oh, he's not racist because he has a black granddaughter. That don't mean shit. That don't mean shit to blacks. That don't mean shit to nobody. Okay, he got a black granddaughter. I hope he know how to pronounce his black granddaughter name and he don't find her name to be disgusting because that was pretty, you know, disrespectful on his part. As an adult and all the other adults should, you know, probably feel some type of way as well because I just found that just appalling. It's just ridiculous. So let's get into... Uh, other topic here, Trump appoints Mike Pence over the coronavirus. So, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, I'm going to tell y'all, I'd be happy to see Mike Pence on the television screen because we ain't seen him the whole goddamn presidency, okay? And when he comes up on the screen, it's just like, oh my God, you're you're actually the vice president, like, nice to join us, you know, so he got a lot of backlash about Trump, about him being over the coronavirus response, um, because a lot of people brought up how when he was, I guess, a senator, how he reacted to certain situations when it came health-related. Um, he also, you know, I get that maybe they're trying to give him something to do or they're trying to, you know, find things for him to do because we don't know what he's been doing behind closed doors. But he's basically setting up, I guess, like a task force or something. So he honestly, y'all, I don't even really know what he's going to be doing, to be honest. Um, 
I think they said something like he was trying to go to do a fundraiser somewhere in Florida or some shit. And his public record, like his health record has already been questioned because a lot of people feel like he um, he didn't um, act uh, correctly with the total number of like HIV infections or, you know, stuff like that. So pretty much he's a it's a lost cause. Um I was always under the impression that they would take someone that was in the health field that will be over this and appoint them. But like I said, we haven't seen Pence the whole presidency. So I guess he has to give him, you know, something to do. Um, <laughs> let me see. I don't even know what he going to be doing, y'all. I really don't. And, you know, at the end of the day... We just hope that the president takes the virus seriously. I mean, because him appointing Pence over this, I don't like, I guess he's supposed to host like a task force meeting because he's going to be in Florida. Because, okay, why would you leave to go to Florida if you know you just been appointed over this and this virus? I don't, like, I, I don't even know. But, um, a lot of people had a lot to say about this. A lot of people had a lot of opinions to say about it. They couldn't really understand it. They really couldn't get into it. I still don't understand it. I just know that I'm just happy to see his ass on the TV screen with that snow white hair and his regular blue tie. Because like I said, we ain't seen him all presidency. So I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if he was sick. I didn't know if people was turned down his house again. I didn't know if he was running, crying. I didn't know what was going on. But he has a new, but you know, Trump gave him a task. So we'll see how this task may go. But I don't think it's going to go that well. I mean, I don't know exactly what's going to be happening, but... Hopefully, he can get the job done. So, you know, we we shall see. We shall see. Uh, so, Dan America, the announcer of the high school basketball game, he finds that these young women, their names are disgusting all because he can't pronounce the names and he doesn't know how to say them correctly. So, he just finds that they're disgusting because he couldn't just sound out the words and sound out all the vowels and everything in the names. Okay. In damn America, Trump appoints Mike Pence over the coronavirus. Great. Perfect. We're so excited. I mean, we finally know that Pence is in office. He's currently doing whatever it is that he does. And he's over the task force. So we just pray that he can get it right. But that's going to be a long prayer, Lord. Woo. So let's get into our rising stars. So our rising star, we have Jasmine Shells. She is 29 years old. So she started 5 to 9 with the idea that less than 10% of companies know the ROI. 
ROI behind their employee engagement programming. The platform lets customers better manage and evaluate the impact of their employee engagement programs on culture, inclusion, and business through employee feedback, event management tools, and analytics. So shout out to Jasmine. She's from Chicago, Illinois. She has a Bachelor of Arts and Science from the University of Notre Dame and a Master of, she has a Master's in Business Administration from the University of Chicago. So shout out to you, girl. We lift you up. Um, you can find information about her. Of course, um, you can go to uh, 5to9probably.com because she's the co-finder and just find more information out about her. Okay. So, of course, let's get into our shit. Let's get into the twerk something segment, even though Meek Mills <laughs> says he wants us to stop twerking. Okay. So, listen, Meek, we ain't going to stop twerking, okay, Meek? It's not going to happen. Even though you tweeted something about it, we never going to stop twerking. It's about to be the summertime, so we about to really start twerking and popping and getting loose, okay? How you think your little baby mother got got the baby? Because she was twerking. Twerking it up on you, okay? okay? So, I came across this tweet about Young M.I.A. She posted about her opinion on R&B music. She's basically like, you know, there's no R&B music out there no more that, you know, was really good. Like back in the day, everything is just like mm, here and there, hit and miss. And you know what? I agree with her. She pretty much called for more R&B music. And you know what? I'm not mad because when I think of people that are in R&B now, I really don't know who we have and stuff like, you know, we have Neo Soul, but Neo Soul is not considered R&B. So I'm looking for like the Ushers, the the Mario, um, Ashanti, like, you know, all of those people that we had in the 90s. And it really is no one now that does R&B music. I, I guess, you know, it's this whole debate with like, Jacquees and him being the king of R&B but you know I think they even put Chris Brown in like the category of like pop like I don't even think they put him in the R&B category and I feel like that genre of music is what really you know got people to be in love got people you know feeling good about themselves you know got people to relax their minds because you know at the end of the day we always don't want to hear about oh i got this bitch she my hoe fuck a bitch you know we always don't want to hear that we want to hear something relaxing smoothing sexy you know we want to hear people that can really sing like, you know, Tamar Braxton, Kiki Wyatt, Keisha Cole. Like, we want those people back. But, you know, I don't know what it's going to take for to get that back in the music industry. But I'm glad that her as a rapper, she can see that, you know, look, this genre of music, like, used to be the shit back in the day like this is what I you know grew up on even I'm a little bit younger this is what I love this is what I remember these you know with certain songs I used to sing they used to get me fired up whatever the case may be blah 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 so you know at the end of it all I do understand where she's coming from shit I would love to have a Mario album you know, I saw him the other, you know, a couple of weeks ago post him singing, um, You Should Let Me Love You. And he sounds just 
like the record, just like he used to sound back in the day. You know, I would love to hear a record from him. I would be like ecstatic if we got a record from him. But, you know, it's just that people, you know, it's a lot going on with like record labels, record deals. So like people just not in it anymore, you know, and I'm looking forward to it, you know, so we'll see. Um, I know speaking of like R&B, I know it was the Confessions Part 3 coming out, but this thing with the Confessions Part 3, JD was like, oh, it's talking about somebody cheating and she pregnant. No, bitch. No, we don't want that Confessions. We want to know, is Usher going to admit that he has herpes? Is that what the Confession Number 3 is going to be about? Now, he don't have to say his name. He can just, you know, use his alias or... You know, um, you know how Beyonce got Sasha Fierce. He can use somebody, you know, Raymond or you uh, uh, are. Oh, he did spell his name out before. Something this nigga can use, okay? Because we're not going to get all these confessions and you're not confessing nothing that's really going on with you. Nigga, was you burning or not? Okay, you already gave us let it burn, let it burn. So you already let us know that you were burning. So in Confessions Part 3, why can't you just confess that you had the herpes? Well, not had, because you can't get rid that you have it. Like, why can't you, you know, give us a little line, you know? Hopefully, you won't get the same breed. You know, I don't even know how Confessions went. I gotta even, that's, it's been out, been so long, I don't even remember like it used to. Then that's just that's let it burn. Damn, I can't get that song. Let it burn. What the how the fuck the confessions go? Coming back, I'm gonna do now. They get my shorty back. That still ain't confession. Going on too long. And then fifty one days. I'm seeing I was. Oh my god. That ain't confessions either. Damn, I'm going to have to listen to that because I forgot how it went. So hopefully he'll use the same beat. But there's somewhere, there's somewhere in there where he can tie in that he had herp, that he has the herp. There's some, I know there's a line that he can tie that in there. They just need to tie it in because, you know, Usher, it would just make you real. It would just make you real. You keeping up with your fans. You not sugarcoating shit. You letting us know exactly what it is. You know, it would just really, really make us like you again. Pretty much. I mean, you cool and everything. You can, you know, still pop it, lock it or whatever. But, you know, you can't be coming and making these confessions and try to give this weak ass, generic ass meaning behind the song. But really and truly, by the t- if we're on part three, part one is like you cheated. Part two should have been like, you know what, had a baby. Part three is niggas, you got an STD, you done gave me something, whatever the case may be. Every time I go pee, I'm burning, you know, whatever. Shit is coming on my mouth. Like shit, you know, you should give us something. Give us something. Like just confess it already. Just just give us all of that. Just confess it. Um. You know, I started out the twerk something segment saying that Meek wants us to stop twerking. So he literally did a tweet talking about he wanted us to stop twerking or some shit. Okay, Meek. I feel Meek Mills, y'all, he really be bored. Like, he has, like, ever since he done got this freedom, he has had a lot of time on his hands where he can just really just go wherever he at and just log into his Twitter and just tweet the craziest shit. Meek. Meek. 
long as these bitches got city girls, long as you bitches, you know, is y'all niggas is making good beats, bitches is going to be shaking their ass, okay? Summer is coming. People was twerking, okay? Even the non-twerkers are learning how to twerk, okay? If you don't know how to twerk, people are not claiming you. Okay, why do you think I got to twerk something segment? Because I'm, I, I love and I know how to twerk. I'm the best twerker there is. There's no doubt about it. As a matter of fact, I should twerk and send you a video of me twerking so you can get so pissed that you tweet and retweet my video and a bitch can be famous. Okay, bitches is not giving up twerking me. Okay, you can hang it the fuck up. They're not giving it up. Even a mother know that they're not giving it up. Even mamas is out here twerking because they know what's best. The mother knows what's best. They never know. Mother knows what's best for their children. So if their children can dance and can twerk, their mothers are sending them out there and twerking and dancing. Twerking is a, is a sport. Okay, it's a part of dancing. Dancing is a sport. There's dance teams that kids are being a part of, you know, cheerleading squads. Even the cheerleading squads is twerking a little bit. Okay, your girlfriend, your baby mother, she done twerked a little bit. You know, like it is what it is, you know, at the end of the day. So, you know, I respect that you probably looking out for us. You know, I don't know if you, you know, is thinking about or you were thinking about um, you basically, I guess you were trying to protect us. I don't know. But being that it, the weather is changing, um, bitches is going to start wearing crop tops. Um, their boyfriends that they had in the wintertime, they're breaking up with them because it's about to get hot. And then once the weather really breaks... And the city girls come back out with a banging ass single talking about, you know, scamming bitches, scamming niggas, you know, the shit that bitches like. There's going to be more twerking. So even though your little tweet was cute, it's just not happening, Meek. It's just not happening. It's not happening. So, you know, although, you know, I love you, Meek, you know, you always have a special place in my heart because I remember you at Lincoln with them dusty ass braids walking across Lincoln University. But it's just, you know, certain things that you want from a woman or expect from us at this time is just not going to happen. And, you know, at the end of the day, Twerking gives us exercise, it makes you lose weight, and honestly, you can benefit from it because you know the bitches is twerking, they can do extra things in the bedroom with the twerking. Shit gets spicy. So you wouldn't want them to stop twerking. Okay. So I would just advise, this is what I would advise, Meek. I would advise that the 140 characters that you get to tweet. Make them memorable, okay? This shit about this twerking, that's not memorable. We we don't care at all. Um, bitches don't care. So, you know, at the end of the day, just choose your tweets wisely. That's that's all I have to say. Choose them wisely. Thank you. Thank you, Meek. Okay? Hashtag twerk all day. Hashtag 
Twerk until you're 60. Twerk until you're 40. Twerk until you're 100. Okay? Just twerk, 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 twerk. Okay? Matter of fact, I want everybody to go on their Twitter and type the word twerk, 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 and just send it to me and add him. Just add him and see what he say. I'm sure he got hella responses with that. I'm just like, what, Meek? What are you talking about? Like, boy, go sit down. Like, go sit down. Um, Making a band is coming back. So even though you're, y'all know I despise P. Diddy, I can't stand him. He's on my list of motherfuckers. Um, Making a band was my show. I loved Danny Diddy Kane. I loved um, Day 26. I just love watching the show. So, oh, and that other little rap group he created that he made to go walk to the Cheesecake Place. Loved him. So, I believe the show started back up this weekend. I think Monica was a judge in Atlanta and like his sons are a part of it. So I can't wait until it hits like TV. Like that's when it get really good. I think Lorianne is a part of it too because, you know, she was a choreographer. So I can't wait till it hit TV because making a band is such a classic. Like I was on Instagram, stayed up one night. And I was just looking at all the old videos of making a band. All the old videos. I remember when he fired Aubrey. When the episode when Babs need to get her hair done and the boy ain't let her get the like it was just crazy scenes, crazy scenes. But you know, hopefully Diddy, you know he really does something with the group this time. Whoever he chooses, because he tried to do with Danny Kane and then Danny Kane broke up and became just three members. And then Don tried to create a group and it was just all over the place. So hopefully. He can get it together with them and he can, you know, figure it out, I hope. But I'm I'm excited for that. I really am. I'm very excited for that. Um, What else did I have? Oh, so the reason why I titled the episode Mama Knows Best is because in a twerk something segment, all these mothers. So Jada Pickett interview with Snoop Dogg. I haven't seen the full interview, but I had some issues with it because it was just like, you know, Jada was trying to make Snoop comments about her, her mother, Willow, whatever. And, you know, Snoop clarified them and just like, you know, we, what I was trying to say to Gail was, look, we're not going to do this. You're not going to bring up this man past when we got a grieving wife, child, whatever. So then, you know, I saw a post where Snoop mother was like congratulating him saying like, son, you did this. You did great. I'm proud of you for going on there and, you know, apologizing for your part. And then, you know, we had Boosie with the whole comments about D-Wade's son. And then his mother told him basically like, look, you need to apologize about what you said, but you also need to mind your damn business, okay? So when your mother get up in here and your mother tell you something, your mother know, okay? Mothers be knowing. They be knowing. They be knowing when you acting a fool. They be knowing when you ain't right. They just be knowing, okay? So they know best. So the mothers done got them together. And poor Boosie, he done got, basically his mother said, listen, Tend to your own household, mind your business. But, you know, just to defend Boosie and these, the Wades, Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Wade, they made it the business because they brought it to us, you know. So it's hard for Boosie not to mind his business just to, you know, to defend him a little bit. But 
I understand what his mother's saying because his mother's probably saying like, look, your shit ain't clean up in that household. You need to tend to your own house. You need to keep your nose out of what the hell they got going on up in there because that ain't your crib, okay? So you need to mind it. Mind it all the way. So I thought that was cute. And then, uh, you know, I, I know everybody saw... Um, the little clip with, uh, the Kardashians showing their season. And everyone's talking about this fight with Kim and all this other stuff. And to me, the fight is fake because, you know, last season, Courtney was like, she wasn't trying to do the show and she wasn't trying to like, um be a part of it and she thought this and she thought that whatever so I had saw where you know it was trending showing how Kim you know punched her or some shit like that but you remember the episode when Kim had bought this new car a Bentley and Chloe and all them had made fun of her pretty much it just it just looks like they basically just recreating that whole scene again because the Kardashians honestly they don't have anything for this show to be about we honestly don't care about what is happening and what's going on because we already see it on the internet with them um we already know that Rob didn't get custody of Dream. We already know that Tristan is sliding in Chloe's comments. We know that Kylie is not good friends with Jordan anymore. Like, we honestly don't give a fuck. And for them to be coming on on Thursdays, I wonder what's replacing them on Sundays. And why are they moving them to Thursdays? Because most people don't watch TV on Thursdays. A lot of people are out. Especially with the weather changing, people are going to be out, people are going to be going to happy hour, partying, because most people, you know, probably don't work on Fridays. So it's just like, okay, why did they kind of push them to Sundays? Like, what's the meaning behind that? But whatever. But of course, y'all know I'm going to watch so I can talk shit and I can just be like, okay, whatever. But I came across um, a thing where... People were just basically just saying like, you know, how many seasons are we going to get of them? Like this should be honestly the last season because I think this is like season 18 or some shit like this. Like at the end of the day, when you get to all of these seasons, it's just like, okay, halt. What are we going to what are these storylines? What are we talking about? Because it just feels like they don't have any like what exactly are people going to be watching, you know? And so I think, you know, they got this fight going on. The fight looks fake. And, of course, they're doing the fight because they're trying to get people to watch the show because the ratings are down and no one cares or nobody, um, people don't like them, you know? People don't like them because the whole cultural appropriation, like, nobody cares for them any longer. And, you know, with Courtney saying that she wanted to be off the show, people were thinking, like, okay, we're not going to see her anymore. She's going to be doing this. But then I think Courtney thought about it, like, hey, I don't really have shit going on. So I probably would need to be on this show because... I got nothing planned. You know, I don't have no businesses like that. They closed down the dash store. Like, I don't do anything. Everything is my kids. So, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, 
I honestly feel like it should be over. But like I said, I don't think the Kardashians will ever die, but they need to. They need to slowly die. And I don't know when that will be. But listen, their mother know best, okay? Because Jenna, she know best. She know how to get the money. And she knows how to make sure the money keeps coming in. Whether it be a TV show, game show, book, perfume, makeup, hair extensions, any fucking thing. These bitches is going to be working and getting money, okay? Pretty much. And Kendall Jenner talking about she want to be Beyonce personal assistant. Bitch, the Beehive is not going to allow it. I don't even know why she even said that in the interview. It was cute, but it was just like, did you ever stop to think, like, really? You want to be her personal assistant and know what she eat? Bitch, everybody wants to be Beyonce personal assistant. I don't think they want to know what the fuck the bitch is eating. I think they just want to know what the fuck she be doing. If I wanted to be Beyonce personal assistant, I want to know, is she drinking? Do she drink Hennessy? Do she drink Doucet? Do the bitch drink Ace of Spades, Champagne? What do the bitch wear to be? Wear to be? How she tie her hair up? Is her and Jay really in there surf fucking boarding? You know, is she getting hit? Like, that's the shit I want to know as a personal assistant, bitch. I'm going to be in there trying on her clothes, looking at how she got her shit. Do she organize her shit by colors? I don't want to know what the fuck she eating. Why the fuck you want to be a personal assistant and know what she eats? I don't give a fuck. I don't want to know what she eat. But the beehive said, hell no. But if I want to be her personal assistant, I don't care what she eat. Okay, bitch. If I want, I want to know everything. I want to know where her wig stay at. I want to know what kind of iPhone she got. Do the bitch really got Snapchat? You know, I want to know what North, um, North. I want to know what, um, Blue Room look like. What the Twins Room look like. You know, what her and Jay Room look like. Do they got a California King bed? Bitch, that's the shit I want to know. You going to say you want to be a personal assistant because you want to see what she eating. We don't care what the fuck she in, bitch. She from Texas. She ain't good. Then if I'm her personal assistant too, bitches, I want to know, do Beyonce do edibles or do the bitch smoke weed? Do she smoke a J? Do she know how to roll a J? Like, that's the shit I want to know. Who her weed, man? Who I got to go find to get the weed, man? Is she going to send me to go get the weed? You know, that's what I want to know as a personal assistant. I don't give a fuck about what she going to eat. When I saw that, matter of fact, let me pull this shit because this shit was quite dumb. I was like, what? You want to be her personal assistant because you want to know what she eat. Let, let me see this. Because I, I saw it, but then I didn't really read into it. Let me see. Okay, so... She said she definitely, okay, so hold on. She said, I would love to work as a personal assistant. If I've been to try this job for a year, I would choose Beyonce. Just because I would love to know what she eats inside the morning. Bitch! I wanted to know what she eats for breakfast and what, Okay. She went a little bit more. She said she wanted to know what she eat for breakfast, what TV display she watches. She added, I merely need to know what television display she watches. As an example, does she watch Bachelor in Paradise on the account? Okay. 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 I see. Okay. So she gave us some insight. She just now, 
the part about what she eat part, bitch, we don't give a fuck about what she eat in the morning, bitch. We want to know the real good shit when you get into the house of the Carters, bitch. We don't give a fuck about what she eat. And what she watch on TV, bitch, she watching the real housewives of Atlanta. She watching housewives. She ain't watching no fucking Bachelor in Paradise. Who the fuck even watches that show? Why is it even still on? She's probably watching Netflix. You know, like, that's the shit. Is she watching BET? You know, I want to know, do she be cursing? Do she be whipping the kids' ass? Do they be in timeout? You know, that's the shit I want to know. But I really want to know, do the bitch be doing edibles? And do she be rolling up her own weed? And if she do roll her weed, what song do she smoke to? Do she smoke to Tupac or do she smoke to her own shit? You know, that's the type of shit you want to know as a personal assistant, you know? And that's why the Beehive said no, because you you said some corny shit. The reason why you want to be a personal assistant, you didn't even really give us no good insight. You know, you didn't really convince us. That's why the Beehive said hell no. And I don't even think it has nothing to do with you being a Kendall Jenner, you know, because out of all the Kardashians, a lot of people like you. But it's just the fact that you said you want to see what she eat in the morning. Like, girl. We don't want to see that, okay? We don't care what she eat in the morning. And then I came across, so the former uh, NFL player, Jack Brewer, he told Trump he was the first black president. What the fuck? So when I looked up this article, I was like, hold up. He told Trump what? He was the first black president. And I'm just looking, I'm just like, does this nigga see that this nigga is pale? Not even white, he's orange with this. Terrible ass hair, and you sat there and said that he was the first black president. You know, some people do things because they just want to be in the headlines and they want people like me to talk about them. So here we go. You want and you told Trump that he was the first black president. What exactly did the fuck you mean by that? Oh, because he's sitting in a room with all of you black people. Okay, did you not see the color of his? Or were you just trying to be funny? Maybe he was just trying to be funny. Maybe he didn't really mean it. He just thought in his head. Like, you know how people say things out loud and they don't really mean them. And, you know, it just sounds stupid. But they just say it anyway. Just maybe. Maybe he wanted to get a laugh in the room. A chuckle. Maybe when he said it, maybe he was just like, oh, Trump, you're the first black president. And maybe somebody was like, "Uh maybe he got one of those. Because I know motherfuckers was in there. I know they wasn't in there like, oh my God, he is the first black president. Oh my goodness. There's no fucking way. Okay. And then, you know, Trump, dumbass, he sat there and was like, oh my God, I, I really am. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my, oh my goodness. The people love me. Knowing damn well his ass ain't black. Okay. Just because you hang out and you got a couple of blacks in the room. That don't qualify you to be black, okay? So, Jack Bureau, I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. I, you know, I, I need to pull that up too. Let me see what the hell he was thinking or talking about because he's quite. Let me see. And you know what? He used to play in the NFL, so maybe he got a CT. Maybe something wrong with him. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, he's a former NFL safety, so it's it's not clicking all upstairs. So we, we can't even really um fault him for that. Oh, and then he had the nerve to do it during Black History Month. See, that's why we getting rid of February, y'all. February ain't exist for us. The new year didn't start January 1st. We didn't go into February. The shit starts now. 
So he going to say, Mr. President, I don't mean to interrupt, but I've got to say this because not because it's Black History Month. No, man, you're the first black president. Oh, and the people was the people had the nerve to applaud. I know my my Luther King Jr. niece ain't applauded that. Brewer said he was a Democrat all his life until he was changed and inspired by President Trump. He said, you changed me, you touched me, and you made my work go to another level. You inspired me. And every time I go into those prisons, I ask my guys how many of them had their sentences reduced and they raised their hands. I know I'm doing God's work, and I thank you for that. Ciao. What the hell is going on here? And if y'all see this picture, Trump is sitting down at the table and all the black people got their hand on him like they praying. They probably praying for his ass. Probably saying, dear Heavenly Father, please bless this man and get all these demons out of him. They need to be putting their hand on that fucking former NFL safety. How the fuck is he going to say that Trump is the first black president? Where the hell did he even get this from? And then the people gave him a round of applause. They probably gave him a round of Maybe they gave him a round of applause to shut his ass up. That's Maybe that's what's happening because ain't no way in the world, no way in the water, okay, that he think that that man is the first black president. I'm telling you, people that been in the NFL, y'all, when they get out of the NFL, we can't listen to the shit they be doing. Look at Antonio Brown. He think he a rapper. He think he Hemothy. You know, so we can't we can't play close attention to this because this is speaking out of you know, shit fucked up in the head. He done got hit too many times in the head when he was playing for the Vikings. So he just all over the place. He probably thinks that, you know, Mariah Carey is Christina Aguilera. You know, like he probably is all mixed up with stuff. So we can't even fault him. We can just, all we can do is pray. That's it. All we can do is pray. Uh, Foxy <laughs> And Foxy Brown talking about she mad because her old music got leaked. Now, bitch, we did you a favor if the music got leaked, okay? And you got the nerve to be upset. What you mad for, sis? Whoever leaked the music helped you out. And then on top of that, it's old music. So you probably leaked it your damn self. It's old. What the fuck are we going to do with it? I mean, at the end of the day, people are going back and listening to older things, you know, older music all the time. So you getting mad because it was leaked? I can see if you got mad because a new record got leaked that you recorded in the studio. But bitch, this is old music. Old. Old. And then before we close out the twerks on this segment and keep twerking, since Meek doesn't want us to, Mac Barnes, he always got a problem with women. So him and his baby mother, she got a restraining order against him. So basically, Mac Barnes was with the girl uh Laura no Gloria he was with Gloria Laura is her sister so he was with Gloria and Gloria pretty much is now with Derek Fisher who used to be Mark Barnes is teammate on the LA Lakers so him and his baby mother pretty much he put this whole thing out there talking about some um they she don't let him see the baby and 
she exposes her for faking Instagram story after like sharing the whole text exchange. And the baby mother is pretty. I forgot who her mother is, but they share like this private text exchange showing that she never prevented him from seeing his son. And in return, he took out receipts that seemed to show that she had been lying on her Instagram. So basically, he suggested that his baby mother is through process text exchange while things were not. Why things basically weren't that bad. So pretty much to sum it all up, um, I don't even know. First of all, I don't even know why they shared all of this on Instagram. And second of all, they were just in a happy little place like last year. And now all of a sudden she got a restraining order against him. So it has to be Matt Barnes, but I do remember that Matt Barnes had Gloria in court and he won against her because she was doing some crazy shit too. Like she was like trying to get him for like custody and he like tried to get her locked up or some shit. So I don't know if it's really him that's causing all the drama or it's the people that he chooses to be with. Like, But like when you go to his Instagram, he shared all the text messages of any exchange that him and the baby mother had. And I think he like deleted them pretty much. Yeah, he got rid of them because he did have them on his Instagram. He did like show like they were like... um really beefing like really bad and at the end of the day I was just trying to figure out like why all of this was on Instagram like it didn't make any sense to me like it was bad like it was real bad I'm trying to see if I can find this whole little mess because I know he did like a video he did like a response to her okay here you go so she basically saying, like, since their breakup a month and a half ago, she's honored his request to see the son, and he hasn't seen him except one time in February the 17th. That fucking February. I'm telling y'all, February is bad. They rescheduled it through their attorneys due to her having a restraining order. So he did show up to the visit that was scheduled on Monday, February 24th, which was two days after she made this post. So then the statement that he posted on February 22nd, He's saying it was, she's saying it is now truthful, partially, hopefully, she said, he said, I'm allowed to see you soon, alluding to a falsehood that I had kept him from seeing our son. The son name is Ashton. They saying this statement was false, hurtful and damaging. The post got the reaction he was looking for. So basically, she's trying to say like, Matt is trying to get sympathy. He misled his friends, his followers, his fans are attacking him, attacking her in comments and they going in her DMs because basically Matt gave us false information about their situation. So she's also saying that it like brought a divide between black men and black women with his false narrative of a black mother keeping a child. So basically saying like people was like, oh, why are you trying to keep the baby from him? Like he, the baby needs his father. You know how that narrative go. So. She's also saying that the pictures and videos that he posted highlight the main feed. They're not old and they're true to this day. So their visitation schedule was determined by the judge, not by her. Um, she says she grew up as a child of divorced parents. She's blessed that both of her parents played an active role in raising her. And then, you know, they give us all the text messages. So he's like... 
is is the sun free today? She was like, no, they out of town. Like she stayed in the previous taxi. Like, let me know when it's convenient for me to see my son. She's asking him what's the schedule this week. She's saying I leave tomorrow till next Thursday. No, he's saying he leaves tomorrow till next Thursday. She's saying we're going to be back in town before you leave. Would you like to schedule a visit for Friday after you get back in town? When you get back, then it goes into like maybe you guys got time tomorrow. So you get back the night. Can I talk to Ashton? Of course, give me a second. Sorry, phone broke up. Glad you finally got the FaceTime with him. Morning visit works for me. Let me know the times you want. 9 to 5. He said 9 to 8. Actually, make it 10 a.m. I had to do satellite work for ESPN. Okay, basically, these text messages is just showing him reaching out and her confirming the times that they can basically meet up to meet each other. She's telling him to bring some type of stroller. He's saying he'll be there in five minutes. This shit is not even, ain't shit in here fucking exciting. Then she's like, he's like, also, you need any type of furniture from the Bay House for your spot. My sister took the bunk base for her boys. Okay, three. She said, I'm trying to plan this week out. I know you say you're leaving on Thursday until Monday. Do you want another visit before you leave? He's like, Wednesday. Okay, what time you thinking? Waiting to hear if they need me for SBN that day, either 12 through 6. She's like, okay, so make sure you get your visits this upcoming week before you go out of town. Ash and I will be staying at my friend's place in Marina Del Rey. We will head out to my mom's on Wednesday after you visit and we'll return Monday to original. Why are you bouncing around from place to place if we do mediation? Okay, now it's getting good. Damn. If you do mediation, the worse you would get. Damn, I can't even see all the... Do you want any of the furniture from the house? Okay, she's saying that she wants the TV, blah, blah, blah. Then these text messages are so dry. Nothing is juicy. This shit's annoying me. Because y'all know I'm nosy. Be there in five minutes. His clothes was drying. Oh, now it gets now it gets juicy. Now she gets juicy. Now she's saying, stay away from me. Forget the white couches and TVs. I don't want nothing from you. Do not threaten me anymore. Oh, he must have threatened her. Uh, you close, you know you wouldn't like it if I just didn't respond when you were trying to pack the baby back up tonight. What's the deal? Five minutes away, Ringer was off. Um, what time did he eat? How you okay? Same page with no bringing other men or women around our son until the other meets the person. Okay, now she's like, now he's like, why are you canceling my time with my son? Post, thank you, Jesus. Postponing, my lawyer will contact your lawyer on Tuesday to give next visit time. Your lawyer has nothing to do with me seeing my son. Why are you playing games? So at this point, I guess she's saying she can no longer be in contact with him directly due to the restraining order. So now she's like, you too old for that. It's not going to take much for me to paint a picture of you being a liar and keeping my son from me. So whatever game you think you're playing, I consider going back to the drawing board. Enjoy your Chicago night. It hurt me. Not only did no one from his family speak, but now one person recognized them like the first half of this 
of his life didn't matter. Text me two days after a loud post regarding Kobe Memorial as if nothing had happened. This this drama dry. There ain't even no real drama. Pretty much, it just basically sounds like something went wrong. They had a baby. They tried to do a relationship. Relationship ain't work. Ain't work out. So now he blaming her for not seeing his son. He too busy. She keep packing him up and traveling from place to place. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing exciting. So basically, Matt Barnes, please stop bringing all your drama to the internet because it's nothing exciting. We didn't, none of those text messages had anything. Nothing. It was better when you were fighting with Gloria. This shit right here is just like, okay, nigga, you got another baby mother. It is what it is. You try to work it out with her. Y'all basically saw that y'all were two different people. It's over. Whatever. Okay. Thanks a lot, but no thanks. Pretty much, her mother told her to leave you alone. You ain't a good-ass nigga. You ain't shit. Pretty much. Her mother knows best, just like the name of the episode. And that's basically what happened. Okay. All right, so let's end it with the bang. All right, so let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do is not drink Corona beers, people, because you think you're going to get the coronavirus. You're not going to get the coronavirus if you have a Corona beer, okay? You're going to get the coronavirus if you don't wash your hands, if you don't clean up, if you just be dirty and nasty, okay? You can't get it from drinking a goddamn beer, okay? That's all. Like, come on now, people. Let's really think about this, okay? So that's what you won't do, all right? So this has been episode 107, Mama Knows Best. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Of course, you guys can catch previous episodes on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Radio, all of that. Then, of course, follow us on Shanghai underscore Chronicles. So yet again, everyone have a wonderful work week and I'm out.